This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello out there and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, August 3rd. I am your guest host for today, Scott Strandberg, and joining me as always on this show, well not as always, I no. guess, but as as usual, sure. Matthew Dewaskin. How you doing? I, I'm hanging in there, Scott. <laughs> you're you're hanging in there. That's all you got for me. It's, it's I. What, what more do you want, Scott? <laughs> so are you like are are you like the the cat in the meme that's hanging on to the tree branch? <laughs> in more ways than one, Scott. Um, well, okay. Uh, sympathy generated. Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, yeah. So I've done this show four times previously, but I've never done it with you. I've always done it with Dylan right. and Brad. So, yeah, we're going to have zero on-air chemistry. We're going to be speaking over each other constantly. It's going to be an absolute train wreck. Yeah, I mean, I expect nothing better than that, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this 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 should be borderline unlistenable. That's, um, that's the bar. <laughs> so, looking at, we've got this weird little three-game slate in the afternoon that I think we decided earlier that we're just going to kind of ignore because I don't really see a whole lot of people playing that slate. I don't think there's going to be a lot of action on a three-game. We, we, yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably, you know, most most services will probably have an early slate, but we typically ignore the, the tiny, tiny slates and just... Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's too small for me to want to play, <laughs> I don't think it, you know... Yeah, so, uh, but we do have a pretty healthy slate for tomorrow night, and it's it's a lot of really interesting matchups. Um, we've got uh, basically one thing, like one constant that I was finding throughout this is like all of the good pitchers have kind of sketchy matchups, and all of the crappy pitchers are facing terrible lineups. I mean, that's not like across the board, but I found that there's a lot of instances of that tomorrow. Or today, today I guess we'll call it today. We're recording this okay. yesterday, but anyways. So yeah, do you want to just dive into catchers? Yeah, why not? Let's 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 get to the show rolling. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah, go ahead and uh, tell me what you got for catcher. All right, uh, catcher. I came up, I came up with four names that I would be okay with, and none of them are particularly cheap. So it's actually a decent day to spend a bit on catcher. Uh, I'm starting with Jonathan Lucroy getting Kevin Gausman. It's yeah. righty and righty action, but believe it or not, Gausman's awful against righties. Yeah, he has pretty severe uh, reverse platoons, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. It's like an OPS against righties, or like over nine hundred or the heels like that. And yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know that all too well because I own him in a <laughs> uh, in a keeper league. So yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm well aware of that one, <laughs> painfully aware. So, but yeah, and, and Lucroy, I mean, he's, he's, he's going to be a great boost to that Rangers offense. You, you would hope so, yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. I've got Yasmani Grandal versus Tyler Anderson. Yeah. So, yeah. It's switch hitter versus lefty in cores. Yeah. I'm actually a pretty big, I'm actually a pretty big Tyler Anderson fan. But... So am I. Like, I was just going to say that I'm not really an advocate of stacking against Tyler Anderson, even in Coors, you know, but I, I'll i pick and choose guys. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I kind of like this for, for Yasmani with the, you know, you know platoon advantage of sorts against yep. Tyler Anderson. Yep. Moving on. Uh, Sal- Salvi Perez versus Jake Wood Rizzi. Again, righty on righty, but it's another, it's 
kind of similar to Lucre and Gausman in that Odorizzi isn't great against righties, and Salvi actually prefers righties. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's been hitting pretty well lately, too. He's He's been, well, I guess his average is down a bit, but he's still hitting for power, which is what we care about in daily. Accurate. And the last thing I had was Stephen Vogt getting Jared Weaver, which honestly might be my favorite pick of the day. Man, and you know, okay, so when I was looking at that one, I was thinking that Vote is pro- – well, my first thought was, man, vote has been terrible lately. Second <laughs> thought was, well, it's Jared Weaver. Accurate. Uh, and, I mean, he gets the lefty-righty. Um, I mean, and I, I think you can see pretty low ownership for Vote tomorrow because fans – We'll click on that game log and look at the cheesy little last 10 games and be like, oh, he, I can't play him. And it's just like, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I will. <laughs> so, yeah. um, it's, pretty much, it's pretty much all hands on deck against Jared Weaver pretty much every time he takes the hill, right? <laughs> Depends. I, I mean, he, he, he's unusual in that he doesn't have, he is have a platoon, but he's awful against both sides equally. Yeah, yeah, and he just gets blown up a lot. Like I'm looking at his his game log on fan, on uh, on FanDuel. He's got a negative points game two two starts ago. Uh, two other two other singles. So yeah, three three starts in the last ten games with less than seven points on FanDuel. So yeah, I like targeting him. <laughs> Okay. So did you have any other names you want to mention for, for catcher? You know, I think you pretty much covered the guys that I would be interested in. Um, I mean, there's a couple others that, that that seem inviting on the surface. Like, you've got the Colorado catchers, yeah. but none of them are very good. I mean, I, I'm all for uh, stacking against uh, Brock Stewart, but, uh, you know, Rockies catchers are just never really that appealing to me. Um you know, and like some of the other, Yadi Molina is a good matchup, but who plays Yadi Molina in daily? You know, um, no yeah, I think I think I think you hit I think you hit the the main guys there uh, for sure. Um, moving on to first base, mm-hmm. I my favorite pick of the day is Mike Napoli, and I say that because he gets Tyler Duffy, who is really bad. Um, okay. Mike Napoli has homers in four straight games, which you always like to see when you're when you're looking for when you're looking for power. And as it turns out, uh, Tyler Duffy is kind of like a much 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 worse version of Kevin Gossman as far as the reverse <laughs> platoon splits. Uh, did you know that his his weighted on base average versus righties this year, his WOBA is four eleven against righties. I believe it. Yeah, it, and it's that's astounding. I mean, he's not he's not that good against lefties either, but he's just horrific against righties. And we we've got a little game that we play where I tell Dylan how many home runs the guy's given up, and then I ask him how many he's given up against a certain hand. Okay. So Tyler Duf- Tyler Duffy has 16 home runs allowed this season. How many do you think have come against righties? Oh man, uh, I will say. I'm gonna guess it's pretty high because I noticed that split earlier. So with like I just looked at the WOBA though. Um, so I'm gonna guess twelve. Are you cheating? No. Because Dylan has never gotten it right once, and you just nailed it on your first try. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Dylan. 
you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to upstage him. You know, I, I, I certainly don't mean to do that. You just did. I, I can't wait to bring this up next time I see him. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh, I, I absolutely love Mike Napoli because, you know, he'll hit that 13th Homer, um, uh, for a righty off Tyler Duffy. Um, See, I love I love Napoli in that matchup, um, and then uh, Joey Votto is a guy that I would not hesitate to play against uh, Michael Waka. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Poppy, you can I mean he's always in play. Hisashi Iwakuma is good, but he hasn't been awesome, and it's Big Poppy. So I mean you can play him if you want to spend up to that, but he's just always so expensive that I kind of like to save him for the really good matchups, especially when there aren't other great choices on the board. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, another one I like, Brent, uh, I'll play Brandon Belt. Aaron Nola has really fallen apart, and uh, Brandon Belt has been really good lately. Got to, you know, he's, he's hitting for power. He's getting on base. He's, he's doing everything. I could see the Giants putting up a pretty good total against Nola. And then Edwin Encarnacion, uh, getting Colin McHugh. Colin McHugh has not been that good. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Um, and Encarnacion's price is down to thirty eight hundred on 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 Fanduel, so that's very affordable. Pretty- um, you can fit him in, and I mean to get an elite power bat like that at a at a reasonable price. Uh, I, would, I think I would much. I would personally much rather play him than than Ortiz. Tough call. Uh, based on price, I think I prefer E five. Yeah, there is a pretty significant price difference. Yeah, based on price, yeah. I would absolutely prefer E five. I mean, in, in a vacuum, I'd be thinking Ortiz against Kuma. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is a there is a big change uh, price price difference there. We're looking five to eight hundred dollars depending on site. I, I, so. I, I want that five eight hundred bucks in my pocket. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, so, did you have any uh, any other guys? I didn't really like any of the mid priced or lower priced first basemen for today. And also, I, I I just personally don't usually spend down at first base. Mm. Um, the the only name that I, that I thought that I thought of, and if he slides in there against Comic, he was Justin Small. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, I, I I would prefer to spend on, on Belt or Napoli or, you know, if you can afford it, Ortiz or E5, then yeah, go cheap. I, I think it's, yeah. it's a good day to, to go expensive, honestly. Smoke, Smoke is one of those guys where you slot him in and you know you're getting 20 points or zero. Pretty much, yes. I mean, he is so boomer bust. And, and, and his booms are not crazy high, but he is, he is pretty cheap. So, um you know, if you want to save some money, I, I don't think that's a bad play at all. And he probably will get in there, I would think. You would think. So, um, all right. So moving on to second base. Tell me what you got at second base. The keystone. I've actually I, I've got two expensive options and two cheap options that you're free to okay. make, you're, you're free to make fun of me as much as you want for both of them. Uh, all right. First, if you're looking to spend uh, Jason Kipnis versus uh, Tyler Duffy. Yeah. Uh, it's lefty and righty, which. Honestly, Duffy's just so awful, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, Duffy's not exactly good against lefties no, either. <laughs> I mean, just because he's awful against righties doesn't mean that he's somehow good against lefties, because he isn't. Correct. Uh, Devin Travis versus Colin McHugh? Yeah. 
Yeah, Travis is uh, yeah, Travis is a little bit cheaper, and uh, he's he's been hitting. He's been hitting, getting on base, hitting for power, hitting for a little bit of power. It's it's ready on righty, but McHugh, he isn't. He's he's actually he's got similar splits to Weaver, believe it or not, where he's got an eight hundred, eight hundred eight an OPS against over eight hundred versus righties and lefties so far this season. Ugh. Oh my gosh! And I, yeah, even my cheap options. Okay. I've got uh, Enrique Hernandez versus Tyler Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Depending on site, I know he's outfielder on some sites, but um, yeah, I've seen him sought. You, you, I've seen him sought like just about all, all over the diamond in most formats. So if if he slides, if he's able to get in there against the lefty, I kind of like it for him. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I've got Adam Frazier versus. I, I got to check the kid's name. Sorry. Um, Wait, you mean you mean the Adam Frazier? Yeah, versus Rob Whalen making his major league debut. Yeah, Rob the the Rob the Whale Whalen, as I'm sure he has been called before. I doubt it, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Adam Frazier's good, man. Like he's he's looking really good, and yeah, let's see here, he's hitting. I mean, limited limited sample here. He's hitting three forty seven. He's got. You know, in 49 at-bats, he's got eight extra base hits, stolen four bases. I mean, for as cheap as he is and against a guy who's making his major league debut, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. That's a good one. Honestly, and he has some platoon advantage, too. Fr- Frazier being the lefty and Whalen being the righty. I'm, I, I have nothing to base this off of. I'm, I'm assuming that Whalen's going to come up and have probably the traditional platoon split, just, just based on... You know, what I've been able, you know, the limited research I've been able to do. Right, right, right. Um, okay, yeah. Um, outside of that, I didn't have a whole lot. I mean, if you want to play, pretty much, honestly, I will play anyone against Brock Stewart in Colorado. So, I mean, even though it's righty on righty, and I'm not even that big of a DJ the Mayhew fan, the dude puts up numbers when they're in Coors. He just does. And, uh, you know, his price is a little lower for today and than it usually is when they're at home. So uh, I wouldn't mind playing him at all, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, that was about it, I guess. Um, yeah, that was about it. Let's move on to third base okay. where I had, a, I had a solid range of options here. Um, Went you know anywhere from expensive down to relatively inexpensive. So let's start with uh, Nolan Arenado. Um, you know Nolan Arenado and Coors always in play, always, yeah. uh, especially against a, a pitcher like Brock Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Donaldson also always in play against Colin McHugh. Uh, you can't hate that. You know it wouldn't surprise anyone in the world if he went off. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really want to stack against Cole Hamels, but you know, for a Manny Machado getting that ready on lefty against Cole Hamels, um, I like uh, Machado. God, we start him at shortstop on this show. Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Okay. You, 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 you don't know this story, but I'll, I'll tell it quickly. Um, about a month ago, I kept mentioning Machado at third base, and every time I would, Dylan would like annoy. He would like correct me with like a very like annoyed voice, <laughs> like that. He's a shortstop. So, well, um, okay. So I just looked it up on 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 DraftKings. He's third base slash shortstop on FanDuel. He's just third base. Okay. So on, on DraftKings, you want him at shortstop. Yeah, but I mean, 
on other sites he's third base exclusive. So so Dylan, enough enough with the uh, enough with keeping Machado out of the third base conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Machado, you know, um, getting Cole Hamels doesn't doesn't scare me for Machado at all. Uh, I like that. Um, Eduardo Nunez getting Aaron Nola. It is righty on righty, but um, I, I see I see San Francisco putting up a pretty good run total in this game, and uh, Nunez has a lot of different ways of putting points on the board. You know, he can hit for power, he can steal bases, um, so I think he's a good bet. Uh, going cheap, we've got um, Jed Jerko getting. Let's see. Ah, uh, yeah, getting Cody Reed of the Reds, who has posted a 7.07 ERA through his first uh, uh, 35 innings in the majors. So I'm, uh, I'm not scared of that. And you get the righty on lefty there with Jed Jerko. And Jerko's been cranking out the homers lately. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's also – he's he's very cheap. Um, and then uh, – Travis Shaw, for some reason, is just ridiculously cheap today, and uh, he gets the lefty already against Sashi Iwakuma. Um, so I wouldn't hate that. I like that. For um, time, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean he's very cheap. He's cheaper than Jerko. <laughs> so wow, he's cheaper. He's cheaper than everyone I mentioned. That's odd. Okay. Yeah. So um, I would I would be very interested in that. I've, do, you have, uh, do you have any others outside of those? Yeah, I had two that I wanted to mention. We've got Kyle, okay. Kyle Seeger gets a righty. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Porcello, and you know, Porky, he, he doesn't really have platoon splits, but Seeger, he, he's got an OPS over 1,000 against righties this year with like 14 home birds. Yeah. So yeah. if you're looking for somebody to do a bit of damage against, against Porcello, it might be Kyle Seeger. Yep. And lastly, I, I was on Danny Valencia getting Jared Weaver just because why not? Oh yeah, yeah. I I, th- I looked at that one too. Hitting Jared Weaver, which yeah. is which is a good thing to do. That's a it's a fun activity. All right, so let's move on to shortstop. What you got for me at shortstop? Oh, Manny Machado. <laughs> Obviously, first on the list, Manny Machado at shortstop and third base and catcher and pitcher and first base and in the outfield and second base and as a manager. I'm not sure he qualifies at all his positions, Scott. I'm pretty sure he qualifies wherever wherever we say he does. I don't know that to be accurate either, Scott. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. maybe I'm maybe I'm just misinforming the people while you could be giving them valuable knowledge about shortstop choices. Accurate. Uh, I've got actually I have I have a really limited like list of shortstops here. Yeah, it's it's pretty ugly. It's ugly. I, I you know I, I found myself turning to you know I Brad Miller versus Edinson Volquez, which I don't love. It's lefty on righty. Volquez doesn't really have a platoon split. He's got an OPS around seven thirty versus both sides. Brad Miller actually hits righties pretty well. He's really picked it up lately too. Over the last like five weeks or so, he's been hitting really well. Well, for Brad Miller, yes, I would. Agree. Well, I mean, he's. I, I looked at it the other day. Like uh, since, like since July first, I think he's hitting like over three hundred with like six homers or something like that. He's been he's been playing well. Uh, pr- probably about seven RBIs, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, on the season. Oh my goodness, get this. Okay, so on the oh, season, where? <laughs> 
All right, so do you want to do you want to take a guess without looking at how many? I'll tell you how many homers he has, and then you guess how many RBIs. Right. You want to try that? Uh, actually, I, I, I've I've got him as my shortstop in a very deep league, so I'm aware. Oh, you you know the number? I I know it's the home run total is 16. It's 17, actually. Oh, sorry, you must have hit one while I was sleeping. <laughs> and the RBI total, I think it's like 38. It is up to 39 with that one solo homer that you missed. <laughs> Could have amended my guess, and I would have looked harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of people to drive in on that team, but hey, the guy can run into one. Fair enough. And the only other name I wrote down was Zach Cozart getting Michael Waka. Yeah, you got to make sure that Cozart is in there. He got scratched Ooh. on Tuesday. Um, the official, <laughs> the official word from the Reds was that he had a bruised ring finger. Oh, stop it. He's playing tomorrow. A bruised ring finger. Have you ever bruised your ring finger? Do you even know what he's going through right now? Do you have any idea what he's going through? You no, know I don't. The man has a ring finger bruise. He'll, yeah, he'll probably, he'll probably play. Uh, my guess is he's, you know, he's probably going to ice it down tonight and he'll be fine tomorrow. Um, I'm yeah, not, not concerned about the ring finger bruise, but I, I can see why Zach would be. Yes, yes. Do you, well. Any other names of short stuff you want to get to? Uh, man, not really. This, today is not a, not a pleasant day for short stops. Really- I mean, um, you can always consider Bogarts. You know, yeah, toss him against against Kuma if you want to spend. You know, yeah, I mean Iwakuma. Like I said, it's not a guy that I really like to stack against Iwakuma, especially in Seattle. Um, but you know, Xander Bogarts is never a bad pick. Sadly, we, we don't have Trevor Story to pick on anymore. Or, I or, know. Rodney Diaz. So that's like two of the guys I. Uh, Trevor Story out for the year now. Jams his thumb. Got to sit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> You know, for, that's things like bruised ring fingers lead to things like this. It's it, it's it's a slippery slope, I tell you. Accurate. Um, yeah. How long is Diaz out? A couple weeks. Okay, good. I'll have him. I'll have him back as one of my. Fa- I play him so often in daily. I believe it because he's affordable and he's really good. And yeah, but we don't have him or story. It's sad. Sad and who wants to who wants to who wants to play Christian Adamas? Come on, nope. come on. No, you you don't you don't want to. Well, no, he, he goes off tomorrow. We sound like idiots, but then again, well, I mean, considering he's hitting 186 and has one homer and 113 at bats this year, I'm feeling good about it. I, uh, I, I think I feel good about leaving him out. <laughs> All right, moving out of the outfield. Okay, here's. Here's kind of where I think the gold mine is today, as far as just like there's a ton of great choices at outfield. Um, a lot of people are kind of excited about. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, mean, I do too. Um, uh, Mookie Betts always in play. God, he has been unbelievable lately. Just racking up numbers all over this all over the box score. Um, I mean, so I'm once again not picking on Iwakuma, but just Boston is just so good offensively that, you know, there's not a lot of matchups that scare me off of their best hitters. Um, 
I wouldn't mind going Mike Trout against Kendall Graveman. It's righty on righty, but whatever. It's Mike Trout, and Graveman's been good lately for the most part, but it's still Kendall Graveman, so, you know, that's not bad. Um, Rockies outfield, uh, both Blackman and Cargo are elite, elite, elite options against Brock Stewart. They both get the lefty on righty. They're at home. Uh, it's a second major league start. I feel really good about those guys. Um, Pirates outfield also, Marte and Polanco against our boy, uh, um, what, what is Whalen's first name? Rob, Rob, <laughs> Rob yeah, Rob the Whale Whalen. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with stacking against Rob the Whale Whalen. Um, Mets outfield also, you know, um, Jay Bruce getting Chad Green. Um, gets the lefty on righty. So does Granderson. Uh, if you want to roll the dice and think that Conforto isn't broken anymore, whatever, you you can maybe do that if you want to, but I won't. Um, but yeah, I think Bruce and Granderson are both really good plays. Um, David Dahl for the Rockies. Another, I mean, the, the entire Rockies outfield is in play. Like, those guys are all in great situations. You know, uh, Blackman, Cargo, Dahl, all three of them very playable. Dahl, obviously, cheaper than the other two. So if you want to save some money, he's a really good place to go. Or you could seriously just roster the entire Rockies outfield and look to save money elsewhere. (laughs) Um, Jose Bautista is at – he's slipped down to really cheap prices. He's cheaper than David Dahl today. Uh, so yeah, if you want to play Jose Bautista against Colin McHugh, uh, I'm, I'm more than okay with that. Um, Chris Davis, once again, just the Jared Weaver rule. Um, Mark Trumbo, yeah, gets Cole Hamels, but, uh, you know, Trumbo just annihilates left-handed pitching at, at all times, no matter who you are. Uh, my favorite play of the day in the outfield is Steven Piscotti. He's very moderately priced. He gets Cody Reed, the lefty, and Stephen Piscotty absolutely mashes lefties. Actually, you could probably go with the entire Cardinals outfield if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I'd also written down Holiday. Yeah, uh, you can you can go anywhere in the Cardinals outfield. You could also do a Cardinals outfield stack. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, Piscotti and Holiday are in great positions. Uh, Matt Kemp, the Atlanta Brave Matt Kemp, uh, getting Jeff Locke. Matt Kemp absolutely loves hitting left-handed pitching, so I wouldn't mind that. Um, Max Kepler, man alive. How good is this kid? It's pretty good. He's got four homers in the last two days. Uh, and he hit another one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this guy's unbelievable. I mean, you look at – Okay, so yesterday uh, he put up 69.6 FanDuel points, and then today he put up 43.6. Wait, how many did he put up yesterday? 69.6. Nice. He had four hits, three of them were homers, six RBI, and three runs. And then today he had he was one for two. The one was a homer, two RBIs, three runs, three walks, stolen base. This dude's amazing. <laughs> Max Kepler is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to play him against Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer has not been looking good lately to me. Um, so I'm I'm totally cool with playing Twins lefties against him. Um, then, let's see, I just got a couple more. Hunter Pence 
once again, I just think the Giants are going to rake against Aaron Nola. Um, I just don't have any faith in Nola anymore, to be honest. Um, Adam, what's that? We, 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 you sounded sad there. Yeah, the, the Nola family is crushed. You have no faith in their story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I send them my regards. I'm sure he's a very nice boy. Um, you know, Adam Duvall, uh, I, Michael Waka has not exactly looked right, and Duvall really mashes righties and lefties pretty equally, and he's just been cranking balls out of the yard constantly lately. Um, so I'm never against playing him. Uh, looking towards the cheap end, the two guys I picked are um, Steve Pierce getting the righty on lefty, uh, against Cole Hamels. I'm not even that big of a Steve Pierce guy, but the dude really does crush lefties. So um, I would be cool with that choice. And then the one that just kind of surprised me is like Michael Saunders has, for some reason, gotten really cheap. And I guess it's because uh, he hasn't homered in like, oh, like a week. Oh. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been in a bit of a slump in the last week, but seriously, I think the pricing reaction to that slight little small sample slump is way bigger than it should be because he's, he's very, very reasonably priced. Um, and, you know, getting Colin McHugh, Michael Saunders loves hitting right-handers, so there you go. All right. I, I had a few names that, 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 that I, I think deserve to be mentioned as well. All right, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I love outfield today. There's so many different ways you could go with this. And, and it on a day where you have so many options in, out, in the outfield, I find that those are the days that it's easiest to build really good stacks because, you know, when you've got three slots there, like I said, if you want to build a Rockies, a Rockies stack, boom, there's just throw all three Rockies at outfielders in there. You know, you're good to go. Or same thing with St. Louis, you know, or Pittsburgh. All these teams, like you could. There's so many great options in the outfield today. Okay, well, a couple of names I had that I I didn't hear you mention. I uh, uh, Jan Desmond versus Kevin Gausman. Did you mention him? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, but yeah, and, uh, yeah, you got to ready like and that. ready. But yeah. you know, it's the uh, yep. you know same thinking for Luke Roy, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, Taylor Nakin versus Tyler Dufay. Yeah, I wish they would move him up the batting order. He's been hitting so well, and they keep hitting him eighth. Um, but, man, he's good, uh, though. A couple of names I had that you didn't uh, mention the Pirates, cross them off. Uh, Scott Van Slyke and Tyler Anderson, righty and lefty. I like, like oh, the yeah. Cotton Cores, yep. actually. Might be one of my favorite cheap plays of the day. Yep. Uh, Cole Calhoun versus Kendall Graveman, lefty on righty. Mm -hmm. Kendall Graveman mm -hmm. is... Nothing special, and he struggles against lefties. Uh, Jeff Francoeur, my guy, versus the Redstone Rockets. <laughs> you just got you just got giddy about Jeff Francoeur. Uh, we, we've <laughs> one of the and again one of the running gags we have in the show is is you know is like the Jeff Francoeur line. I mean, is the matchup good enough to start Jeff Francoeur? <laughs> 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 okay, I like it. I like against it. the soft tossing lefty. I kind of like the you know the righty Jeff Francoeur in that. And that's that's about all I had on my list. I think we covered just about everybody else. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, where are you looking for pitchers today? It's a weird day it for is. pitching. It's odd. Um, 
Right. I I, I kind of like I I I kind of like the Stephen Matzfer's the Yankees matchup on paper, but I don't know if I'd like it. Yeah. In my actual stack. I just kind of I I'm still just kind of concerned whether he's fully healthy or Fair. not, and yeah. he. His last three starts, he hasn't gotten past six innings. Um, there, there's a little concern for me there with Stephen Matz. But, yeah, I mean, gosh, the, the Yankees are so bad. <laughs> yeah. They they do not hit nope, well. they don't. There's not much there. No, no, especially now that they're the Carlos Beltran list Yankees. There's like a lot less to worry about. So, yeah, I don't mind that pick. Yeah. Uh, Cole Hamels versus Kevin Gosman, honestly, stay away from me. I don't, you know, the the, the Orioles are way too right-handed, and yeah. the Red, Rangers yeah. are way too right-handed. Yeah, no, they really are. I mean, I think we mentioned we mentioned several guys against Hamels. I don't think we had too many against. Uh, oh, we oh, we had this. We had more against Gosman, probably. probably. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I, this is kind of a stay away from me. Uh, I I really like Johnny Cueto going to Philadelphia. I think it's going to be a great matchup for him. Yeah, yeah, he's very expensive, but he's definitely the sure, like the the most the highest floor of the day by a mile, easily. Uh, next up, uh, I kind of like Trevor Bauer. I you you mentioned you didn't. I I'm always kind I'm always kind of drawn to guys who have who don't have platoon splits, and he really doesn't. He's got like an OPS against versus righties and lefties right around 600. I'm I've always been a Trevor Bauer fanboy and I think I always will be. So, it, it, I I I like the pick against the Twins even 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 though they have you know Max Kepler who's apparently the second coming of Trevor Story. Yeah, uh, man, the Twins have just annihilated the Indians the last oh. two days. It's been amazing what they've done to, and it's been Carrasco and Salazar. Uh, yeah, you, you got Salazar. Salazar has the the bum the bum the bum elbow, and Carrasco is Carlos Carrasco. So <laughs> they've scored. The Twins have scored twenty two runs in the last two days against. Okay, the so no hitter for Bauer tomorrow. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, they're 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 due as a team. They're due. Uh, Tyler Duffy, stay away. Chris Sale. I'm assuming he can, you know, not cut up any jerseys before this one. I like. I, I <laughs> Actually, I kind of like it even more for Michael Fulmer against my awful, awful White Sox. We didn't mention a single White Sox hitter against Fulmer. Yeah, I I really like Fulmer. <sighs> yeah, he's good. That dude is good. Like he's he he was not he, like his probably his worst start of the season was his last time out against against the White Sox. But um, I mean, yeah, I the, anytime anytime you get through a whole show without mentioning a single player that's playing against a pitcher, that pitcher is probably a fair option. <laughs> Obviously, Sale great choice too. Um, you know, the Tigers lineup does have a lot more threats in it. Uh, than the White Sox, so yeah, and especially with the price differential, I mean, Chris Sale is awesome and at any time capable of putting up like a twelve strikeout game. But I think Fulmer is definitely uh, definitely an option. I think he's he will be very low owned just because of the fact that he's facing Chris Sale and people will be afraid that he won't pick up a win. He's he's facing the White Sox. That's really all I have to say. 
the 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 jersey intact Chris Sale led White Sox. But Let's yes, hope. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, you have Jeff Locke versus Rob Whalen. I actually I kind of like Whalen. If you go if you're looking to go super super cheap at pitching, oh man, you, you could talk me you could talk me into the whale. You could easily talk. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I will be playing the whale tomorrow. I can't, I can't wait to see how it goes for you. I will be playing the whale. Uh, you know what's funny is that um, he's not even on all sites. That, that's how you know he's good. That's how you know he's the best. It's when Rob Whalen is not even available on a lot of sites. But you know where he is available? He's available on FanDuel and do you want to? Do you know how much he no costs? I have no idea how much. I couldn't even guess, honestly. Dude, <laughs> it's three thousand. Is that low? It's the lowest I've ever seen. It's the same price as Billy Butler. Yeah, but it's you can't compare hitters and pitchers. Well, yeah, but like on any given day, there's usually no hitters that are more expensive than any pitchers. Okay. Okay. And, like, it's rare. Like, once or twice a week, you'll see a day where there's a pitcher who's cheaper than, like, Josh Donaldson. Okay. This kind of situation is amazing. Like, Rob Whalen, you pick this guy. Okay, just slotted him in. I have $4,000 per position to spend on my offense. Is that good? That's, I don't uh, play fan to him, sorry. I mean... Uh, yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, four thousand. We're talking like you can have. I mean, you can pretty much run out a lineup of Ismani Grandal, David Ortiz, Jose Altuve, Nolan Arenado, uh, shortstop of choice, and the entire Rockies outfield, and you might have a little money left over. Whalen, he believe it or not, he actually has a bit of an he has a, a, a fastball that grades out above average, curveball that grades out above average, and enough of a changeup to be a threat. So he's got weapons he can use against both sides and the fastball to set it up. So I don't, you know, there's there's upside here, honestly. And and you know, if he even gets through five innings and they somehow pick him up a win. You know, that's for, for what you're, I mean, you know, when you're looking at winning a big GPP, you know, you want, you, you're aiming at getting six times your value for every dollar you okay. spend. And so like for Rob Whalen, he has to put up 18 points. And, you know, if he goes five innings, not just five strikeouts, gets the win, you're getting massive, massive, massive value there. And you can run out an offense of literally all of the best players available in baseball. Okay. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I'm going to be, I'm going to ride the whale. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Michael Walker versus Cody Reed. Michael Walker versus Cody Reed. I'm not a fan of either of these guys. I it's a stay away from me, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Walker yeah. is so aggressively mediocre that I I don't have a whole lot of interest, honestly. Man, right? Like he's he's not bad enough that you really want to stack against him, but he, he I would never ever consider rostering him in daily ever. It would have to be against the, you know against the Braves or maybe against the Padres. Right? Yeah. Yeah. God, not even I wouldn't even do it against the Padres. The Braves, I probably in, would. I'd consider it, yeah. <laughs> 
but he's he's just so aggressively mediocre that I just yeah. Um, moving on next, Edinson Volquez versus Jake Odorizzi. Do with it what you want. I don't really care about either of these. I mean, you could you no, me might either. be able to talk me Volquez if he's cheap, if he's cheap enough. But I'm not really a fan of either of these guys, honestly. I mean, he's moderately priced, but I mean, he's in the same ballpark as like, uh, like Waka and Gaussman, and mm. uh, not a lot cheaper. Not not a whole lot cheaper than Bauer, to be honest. And I would I would obviously much rather play Bauer. You know, if you want if you want to if you want to roll the dice on the Trevor Bauer no hitter that you predicted earlier, <laughs> lock it in. Yeah, yeah, lock, lock that in. Next up, Mark, Marco Estrada versus Colin McHugh. I am actually a huge Marco Estrada guy. I like him too. Yeah, he, he doesn't come with a platoon split. You know, he he works deep into games typically, and yeah, he's I I just looked it up in his last ten starts. He's pitched at least six innings in nine of them. Yeah, and you know he he, he picks up strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Well, he, yeah, no, he, he typically. He, He's only six and four this year, but usually he he, he figures in more decisions than that. So I'm right, more... when with as good as the with as good as the Blue Jays' offense is, you you would think that they would they would put up numbers for him. Um, and yeah, facing Colin McHugh, I think that's a nice matchup. Um, and uh, yeah, Estrada does doesn't have strikeout upside, and Houston is just one of those offenses that's just so boomer bust. You know, like on any given night, they could put up eight or nine runs, or they could get shut out and struck at and strike out 15 times, you know? Accurate. Uh, next up, I've got Brock Stewart versus Tyler Anderson in Coors. I stay away from Coors pretty much no matter what, so. Yeah, I I like Tyler Anderson. I do too. Uh, and he's very, very cheap. He's not Rob Whalen cheap. He's not as cheap as the whale, but he is cheap. Um, uh Anderson is actually really cheap. He's one of the cheapest pitchers out there. I mean, he's the same price as like Cody Reed and Brock Stewart. So I mean, uh, and how is ten times the pitcher that Brock Stewart or Cody, or Cody Reed is? Oh yeah, and the thing is, um, Anderson has put up some really good starts in Coors. Yes, uh, his last three starts in Coors. Actually, his last. He's. I'm looking at his game log here. Like, there's. There's hardly a bad Coors game in here. Yep. Um, and a lot of the Dodgers hitters, I mean, how many Dodgers did we list off? Was it one? Was it just Grandal? They are so left-handed. Uh, Scott Van Slyke, but yeah, he's perfectly Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Most of their good hitters um, that are in platoons are the left-handed side of that platoon. I mean, you've got... Seager. Yeah, you got, uh, well, yeah, Seager, Reddick. Adrian Gonzalez, Jack Peterson, Chase Utley, every single one of those guys. Those are all, that's yeah. They're often they're really left-handed. Five five left-handers in their you know typical go-to lineup. So yeah, yeah. There's definitely upside to be had there, and he's going to be super low owned because everybody's going to look at it and be like, oh, I'm not playing anybody in Coors, but I wouldn't mind it. I think there's a lot worse picks out there than a very, very cheap Tyler Anderson against an extremely left-handed lineup. Fair enough. Okay, next up, Kendall Graveman versus Jared Weaver. No. <laughs> no. Yawn. Yeah, uh, and Rick Porcello versus Hisashi Wakuma. I'm actually a big fan of Porky, and I always have been. Um, I, I don't necessarily love this for him, but I, I, I can see it. You know, I, I can see him... 
you know, getting his, you know, 15th win or whatever. Well, yeah, and I, you know, anytime he's outside of Boston, he's a lot more appealing, usually. Accurate, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's just, honestly, I, the more I look at it, the more I'm kind of liking the whale. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, ride the whale, dude. These, these opportunities like this don't come, don't, they don't come along every day. Like, I was blown away when I pulled up the pricing and found that he, that he costs as much as he does. Okay. He, he costs half as much as Brock Stewart. Let's put it, let's frame it like that. He's half the price of Brock Stewart. Okay. Framed. Yeah. We're riding the whale. Um, if I'm not riding the whale, I think I think I'm probably looking to, you know, most realistically, I think in my actual lineups, I think I'll probably be looking if I want to spend up and find a way to put together a cheap lineup with, you know, maybe a, a, a one of the cheaper stacks out there. Um, I would consider paying up for Cueto just because that matchup is such a slam dunk for him. Um, but yeah, I think I'm either going Cueto or or the Whale. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, I think I think we've run it down pretty well. Uh, do do you do field of streams picks or no? Uh, I can I can do one if you'd like. He sent me the list uh, okay, of guys of guys that are options, so I'll let you uh, I'll let you pick your. Well, okay, Dylan has his pick in here, so his pick. Oh, that's- he does, yes. Uh, Dylan is, uh, even though he's not even on the show today, he's he's making he's making picks. Let's see, he's taking Kendall Graveman. Good luck with that. Okay, I'm making fun of him for that. That's <laughs> that's, that's awful. I'm, I'm texting him now. Well, you know, that's okay, what it so- says. It says right here, I'm taking Graveman at LAA. That's what it says okay. in the email right there. You read off the list of eligible eligible. Yes, pitchers. the the other eligible pitchers because Kendall Graveman has been snapped up. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Kevin Gaussman is is not fifty percent owned in Yahoo. Okay, that's surprising. Uh, you've got Gaussman against Texas. You have Aaron Nola against San Francisco. You have Jeff Locke is a field of streams option, uh, and then Tyler Anderson. Okay, I'm actually, I'm gonna roll with the whale as my field of streams pick. Oh, boom! The whale just going there. Yep, I like it. I've talked myself into it. Yeah, I'll take Tyler Anderson. You can have it. Okay, I'll take Tyler Anderson. I feel I feel pretty good about that matchup. Even in Coors, like he, you know, lefty against the Dodgers. That's not a bet. There's a lot worse worse moves you can make. So yeah, there you go. You got anything else for the people? Any any nuggets of wisdom to impart upon our listeners today? Nuggets of wisdom? Anything I I actually I I, I did something I, I haven't been able to do in in weeks today. Oh, okay. I actually I sat down and watched a White Sox game from start to finish. So okay, I have a follow up question. Have you been unable to do this because you've been too busy, or have you been unable to do this because they're the White Sox? A little from column A, a little from column B there, Scott. Mm-hmm. As a Twins fan, I feel you there. Uh, so I actually I sat down and watched this team, and I'm I'm even I'm even angrier now than I was before I watched it. That they didn't. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh well, man. you know how did how did how did how did our teams fall into absolute obscurity in the AL Central? I don't I don't I don't like it. I don't it. know the White Sox did it. I can't speak for the Twins. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. There, there's bad moves all around. Bad moves. I mean, the Twins signed Ricky Nolasco. You know, like that was incredible. Uh, Ricky Nolasco to a, like a five-year deal. Scratcher. Um, all right, man. Hey, it was a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll cross paths again one of these days. Instead of uh, it's like we're on separate brands, you know. Like <laughs> I'm on the Friday brand, and you're on the weekday brand, and they just don't. You know, there's 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 no overlap there. There's no inter- There's no. There's it's very it's very rare that there's interleague play. <laughs> Fair enough. I enjoyed it too, Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.